Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. We're here. We're doing it. Yep. New stuff, too. New stuff. If you're watching the video, if you're not watching the video, you should see the video. Yeah. You see. should go check it out. It's on YouTube. There's new stuff to look There's at. There's new stuff to look at. We have the switcher. Check it out. Check it out. We got Robbie there, and boom, articles. Check it out. Pretty sweet. We're excited about it. Uh, yeah. My name's Joe. Joined here today by Robbie. Yep. You referred to me already, so. Did I? Okay. That's Robbie. That's me. That's his voice. If you're listening. Him. If you're just listening. Yeah. I don't know. I I still do that. It's kind of an old school thing, I guess, you know, introducing yourself, like on the radio, you know, that voice you're hearing. That's Robbie. Yeah. I mean, it could be a, it could be like a a new listener that's never listened. That's true. It'd be, I I have a hard time believing we have anybody listening to this podcast that hasn't either watched YouTube or been on the website. Yeah. If they just stumble upon this. If that's you, I'm real sorry. Yeah, if that's you. For multiple reasons, I think. (laughs) But welcome. You don't know what you're you're in for. But welcome. We're we're glad you're here. (laughs) uh, We're back with the video, as we mentioned. Uh, We we cleared out the studio. We moved some things around. We got kind of the couch set up over in the Main main office, and it became our YouTube set. Yeah, for the week uh, because uh, I got back and there is construction going on outside of our main office out there. Yeah. Uh, but then right here behind me, if you're watching the video, so, yeah, that, uh, that wall. <laughs> there's also construction over in that building. They're, they're old building, so I have a feeling the wall between this building there. and the next building isn't much of a wall. There's, it's not like there's a big cinder block wall between the two. I don't nah. feel like there's anything feels like honestly it feels like somebody working on the other side of a room like in house or something. yeah i it when they Even like it's a separate building when they there. like set their tools down like we just hear that like yeah. we hear everything so we couldn't film in here so we ended up filming over there but it looked kind of cool because we had the new yeah, kind of setup in there turned out good uh, so yeah check out the we're not gonna really talk about that i don't think today but yeah unboxing of the uh, asus chromebook cm14 flip chromebook name chrome yeah uh yeah uh, arm powered so companio 520 yeah. we saw it in vegas uh we did hands on there a different device in vegas <laughs> just a little bit different chassis um so with some different features yeah. and stuff i went back and looked at that again uh this morning as i was putting the post out and it is for sure the the entirety of the outside of that chromebook was that kind of scratchy plastic which i liked it had character and i liked it yeah this uh this model only has that on the bottom and then it's like smooth plastic i don't care for it but other than that and the fact they removed the stylus Everything else is kind of the same, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's a good Chromebook with great battery life and yeah. good uh, price. Yeah, good screen, good keyboard, uh, decent trackpad, some good ports. Yeah, 
it's going to get great battery life. They quoted it 14 hours. So even if it gets less than that at 12, yeah, it's something like this device sitting here. You know, you get that into that 12 hours of use. It feels like eternal battery life. Yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, good good Chromebook. Yeah. Uh, you can check that video out on YouTube. Yeah, we'll link it. Our, uh, our, our impromptu setup. And you might hear some. I put a a sound, sound bed, bed on my phone. Covered it. Like yeah, I didn't really. I think for for most people listening back, if you're if you're if you're listening on your phone, I think even if you have on just like a a. A normal pair of headphones you probably won't hear too much i was not listening in headphones so i just I think if you had on like the speakers. airpods pro or i think if you do an Pixel anc Buds pro or something you've ANC got an ANC, you earbuds you're gonna hear some of this you definitely hear the thing at the end i heard it you yeah know, <laughs> <phone> <laughs> it was like <laughs> you like whipped up and <laughs> they're, oh, they're, they're power washing the, the wall outside of that office oh, so. i scared honey no nope. sorry if you hear pitter patter <laughs> of little doggy feet we let we let honey in here today and if you've not met honey the Surely, I, I, we haven't done that many know. pictures of her. No, we need to do um, another one. Yeah, we have this one picture of her as a puppy on this desk, like popped up here, and uh, she, we need to do that again, like plop her full self up here. Yeah. Get, like, create the exact same shot. It would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, she's quite a bit bigger than she was, but she's a corgi. She's yeah. not that big. Um, so we're trying to get her to lay down and just kind of chill in here. Yep. Yep. I, I think she's she leaving. She's gone. She's disinterested in us. That's she, fine. Yeah, she's not interested. So, anywho, it's been... Uh, yeah, been a been a, a busy week, but we wanted to get back to doing video. The main thing I want to do with this video is just have a, a more simple setup where we can <laughs> come in we here can be and be done and export. And yeah, this doesn't become a day long project yeah. for podcasting, right? And we're getting there. We're getting there. I, I love the idea of having the device plugged in, so we'll have that as a source there. Uh, we can kind of scroll through hint, articles. Hint of what we're going to talk about first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just we want to we want to make it entertaining and make it make it engaging. Uh, but yeah, I want to also get back to doing clips on the clips channel. Yeah. And uh, there's some AI tools out there to help with shorts as well. Creating YouTube, um, YouTube is actually going to roll that out. I think we, I think Michael posted about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's a a tool that uh, AI generated stuff from your long form. It'll just create them for yeah. you. Because um, obviously YouTube wants creators making shorts. Yeah. Um, we're not really talking about this, but probably one of the coolest things I've seen uh, use of shorts that's coming is from NFL Sunday Ticket. They're going to have like instant replay stuff in their YouTube shorts channel. So like you're going to be able to, if you're watching a game and something cool happens, likely you're going to be able to head over to YouTube shorts and probably in short order and get a real quick, real quick, like replay of that. So like, that'll be really fun and it'll be a cool way to flip through that Sunday evening and just kind of see what happened. Um, That'll be fun. So like the more they leverage shorts, like I get sucked into shorts, just like oh, yeah. I'd get sucked into reels. Like I used to be all, you know, TikTok was the where all the best stuff was. And I just yeah. don't feel that way anymore. Yeah, um, you know, and it's no no slight to TikTok or anything like that. It just the other platforms have the creators have started putting stuff in. You know, most of them put it on all of them, and so it's kind of like you just watch it where you choose. It's no different than anything else has been in the past. Yeah. When there's multiple ways to, you know, get that stuff out. The benefit with shorts is they're at least trying to monetize it not doing very well but they're trying <laughs> the uh there's something <laughs> we, i mean not that we have had any go bonkers or nothing but we've had a few that have gotten some views and uh it is 
pennies on the dollar compared to yeah, regular, <laughs> regular monetization. Yeah, yeah, regular YouTube revenue is not great to begin with right, right now. And, and so, yeah. You, yeah, you take that down, you know, by 99%. Yeah. You get it. Uh, yeah. It's not super lucrative. But, again, it's something they're trying. Yeah. Um, and, and I just think, I think shorts are just going to keep growing. And, yeah, and, and I think for, like, great Inst- platform. Yeah, like, for Instagram, for us, being, you know, it, it, all the things that happen during the week if there's something going on in the world of chrome os we're normally going to kind of at least cover it you know briefly at least on here right and so take that snippet put it on put it on social yeah. so people yep. you know we're, we're the source for that stuff so anywho working on some stiff yeah working yeah. on it uh Let's hit on the article that you had pulled up there. Yep. So uh, we have, I don't know that we've even mentioned on, on the giveaway yet, or I don't know that we've mentioned it on the podcast yet. Yeah, we just published this August 16th. So. Yeah, so that was that was my update. Oh, wait, that's the update. Yeah, Sorry. the first one was two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. yeah this is right before you left. Yeah, yeah. So, anywho, we are doing a, like, I always say this, it's like, the coolest giveaway yet. <laughs> this one is business specific, um, which makes it a little different. You know, we've done an EDU specific giveaway in the past with Logitech. This one here um, is uh, is really cool. So, uh, do you have it pulled yeah, up so there? Yeah, July twenty fourth. Okay. I just wanted to get when when we actually started. This, yeah, but yeah. We'll we'll stick with the updated one here. Yeah. So um, this is the Chrome OS for Business bundle yeah. uh, that that we've worked with, kind of primarily with Cameo, but Cameo has worked very closely with Google and LG right. on all of this. So it's kind of a three part giveaway, um, and we're we're giving away ten LG device. Like, what do they call them? Thin client or whatever? They're called, yeah, they didn't really want us to refer to them as that. Yeah, but you know they're they're all in ones. Yeah. And they're have flex on them. They're a 1080p version of the monitor I used to have. That big, 34 inch curved monster. Yeah, I had a quad HD one. You know, 1440 this way, but it's it's 1080p tall. Uh, so, but the same monitor. Uh, so it's that paired with a uh, LG Chrome base that they use as a thin client. So you can choose kind of what you want installed on it. Obviously, they're doing Chrome OS via Chrome OS Flex, um, and and then I think it comes with. Uh, keyboard and mouse or something like that and so uh but it's kind of that whole that whole piece of hardware um but in addition to that you're getting 10 cameo virtual app delivery licenses um and so that means you have the license from cameo to take bundled windows applications if you don't know what cameo does uh windows applications anything that you want to install on your you know kind of in your cameo environment and then you can turn and deliver those applications as a PWA to any of your devices in your fleet. And so uh, it's a super simple process. You know, the the um, the instance of Cameo creates that particular app and then it assigns it to a URL mm-hmm. on, you know, Cameo forward slash and then stuff. You can take then, take that, tell it to make a PWA, which is just wrapping it, get rid of all the Chrome stuff out yeah. of it and deliver it as a windowed app and boom, it shows up on the, the managed devices. And we're talking anything, any any Windows application. And your end user doesn't have to then futz around with, you know, uh, switching over. And this isn't a knock to parallels, but, you know, they don't have to move over to yeah. an entire desktop and deal with all the overhead of all the desktop. It's only delivering each app as you need them. Yeah. So if you're a, a company that is in need of two or three applications, yeah. so you're like, man, we're ready to go all Chrome OS. 
we just there's yeah, this one thing for those machines and or then this one this thing for our point PO, of sale yeah, or this pos thing we've got or yeah. health health care you know we have this thing that we've got to register for our insurance or the, the way that we log what we do with patient whatever like those things i get it legacy software is important especially in business and so uh, this solves that yeah um, you can you can go chrome os and get all the benefits of security i'm, I'm going to write this thing up um, uh, google so yeah, by the time this goes out, this will uh, we'll have this uh, uh, on the on the web. Um, Google posted this uh, in the enterprise blog. It's fascinating. Like it was a fascinating read. I can't remember the name of the company. Um, the Fortune 500 company. And over the last ten years, they've deployed ten thousand Chrome OS devices. They use them on the floor. They use them, on, you know, salespeople. They use them across the board. They are right. like Chrome OS all the way. Um, and sorry, this isn't a Cameo thing, <laughs> Chrome OS thing. Um, but the 10,000 devices over 10 years, zero vulnerability instances. Not one time have has any security problems ever happened in 10 years with 10,000 devices. So that's at least 10,000 employees. It's probably like 20,000 employees because right. those those have probably changed hands and stuff. It's that's it's nuts. wild. Yeah. Uh, and and this isn't a small company. Like they provide. All sorts of stuff, medical field and technology and all this kind. Of, like watching the, the little video they did was like I was like, holy crap, this is so epic. Um, and and it's it's this kind of stuff. Like with enterprise, sometimes we get stuck in the weeds, you know. And it's like, how do we make this news interesting to other like people? Because like there are news, are are there enterprise people reading our website because they're just kind of interested vaguely in Chromebooks. But it's like, how do we make this interesting enough so that they might go, man, I need to talk to Steve about yeah. that on Monday, yeah. you know, and they go, have we looked into Chromebooks? Like, cause they talk about how their IT numbers have dwindled to like nothing. Right. Like, they don't have all this overhead all of a sudden. They don't have to worry about replacing devices all the time. They don't have to worry about security vulnerabilities. Like it saved them so much money and they become more efficient using Chrome OS. And, and so you take a story like that and I was like, that's epic that they figured out how to go all Chrome OS. Right. But there's a couple companies maybe looking at something like that and going, yeah, but we just have that what are we going to do with those two yeah. things? That's where Cameo is like, hey, we got you. Yeah. Like buy the license for this. And that's what this this giveaway is. You get 10 of those licenses. So for a, a small group of workers, you could have those uh, those licenses. And it comes with 10 uh, enterprise upgrades. So uh, enhancing, you know, kind of what you can do with those Chromebooks. And so that gives you, now you've got the licensing for Cameo, but you also got the licensing for the admin console, basically that allows you to deploy all this stuff and handle all of it and make your IT people's lives a little easier. So yeah. it's a sweet bundle. Um, you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to get across why this is so useful. Right. And, and the, the people we're trying to reach with this aren't, <laughs> aren't always the people that are going and reading Chromebook news. Like, right. A lot of people get done with work and they're done with work. They don't want to sit around and read about stuff. Like we love Chromebooks and talking about Chromebooks and Chrome yeah. OS and all that stuff. And not everybody's like that. And so, you know, trying to find interesting ways to get this stuff in front of the right people that might go, oh, crap, that yeah. would be great for us. Right. Like, yeah, why not? I mean, it could be free. Yeah. You know, and it, you don't have to be the boss. You yeah. could enter to win this and win it and then bring yeah. this to your boss and yeah. Maybe get some really good attaboys. That's right. Because I put it I put it um, up in the kind of top of the article here. I'll click back over. Yeah, right there at the very top. Who's el who's eligible? Yep. Um, you're trying to just make that as clear as we can. Like, if you are a business owner, if you are an IT decision maker or in IT, or if you just work for a company and you have a company email, yep. hit us up. 
yep, yep. <laughs> Go to the website, enter to win. Yeah, and it's just one of those, it's tough because, again, like it's, you know, Chrome OS and Chromebooks are already a niche, and then this is a niche inside that niche. Yeah. Uh, and it, but it's a huge niche. That yeah. It's the weird part. Like yeah. the number of people using Chromebooks. So we need in you to help us spread umbrella. the word. Yeah, like, <laughs> we just, that's just not our normal audience yeah. specifically. And so, yeah, uh, yeah it's like, like getting the right people to see it and then share it on social and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, would be helpful because you know we want to give these things away. Yeah. So e- even if you uh, are are listening to this and you're you know uh, thinking, oh yeah, I don't I don't really I don't know that I would need to enter to win that. Well, just send it on to your IT person <laughs> or just enter to win and see what happens. We'll contact you yep. and and work through the details. Um, so yeah, it's a cool giveaway. I mean, it's it it is it is very. Uh, awesome to see cameo kind of work with these partners and get this pulled oh, yeah. together uh and and you know we've always said people don't care where their apps are coming from they just like don't. if if they just need that one app and it's just down there and they just go click it and boom rocking and rolling like they don't care they don't care really don't so and they don't need to see uh you know how the sausage is made yeah uh, is the the terminology there? <laughs> they, they don't have to see it. They just need to see that, that the icon shows up, and that's exactly what you can do with Kamea. Like yeah. the admin guys can just go, boom! Here's the address. Wrap it up. Open as window. Click it. Bam! It's right yeah. there on their uh, in their app tray. It's yeah. right there in the system tray. Like it's very simple, very straightforward, yeah. and the experience is good. I mean, it's right. you know it's remoting in basically. So, sure. but you don't have to have a, a whole lot of bandwidth, and most of the applications that you'll need to do like this. They're not big, yeah. you know, you're not running 3D games. Yeah. Or That's not what you're trying to do. Video editing, you know, with right. CapCut or something like right. you're... You know, you're not trying to watch back stuff that has a lot of video uh, intensive stuff. Because ultimately, just like game streaming, it's kind of all you're doing. Yeah. You're just looking at a video of that computer doing its thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, like remoting in, that's really all you're doing. You're yeah. just watching a video, the video output of that device. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't need a ton of bandwidth to make it work. So, yeah. uh, from, you know, we've tested and messed around with it. It's... It's cool. Works like you'd expect. You know, it's just it's it's um, you know um, virtual desktop stuff, a little bit cleaner, mm-hmm. like just delivered in a I think a, a much more appropriate way on a Chromebook, especially when we talk about an enterprise. So yeah, kudos to Kamea. They've they've built something I think uh, just awesome. I mean, yeah. it's just legitimately awesome. Like it, it, it's it's the way it needs to be done, and <laughs> like it's the kind of the fi- it feels like yeah. the final word. Like right if. For right now, if you need to VDI, you know, applications, Windows applications, that this yeah. is this is it. This, this is, is what you do. This is the best way to do it. Yeah. Bringing up another workspace or a desktop and stuff like why 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 yeah. would you bother doing that? Yeah, like for consumers, sure, you need to do Chrome Remote Desktop or something. But it'd be cool if Google's like, huh, this is pretty cool for our consumers. Yes, we could do Chrome right. Remote Desktop on your home PC and do and, something similar to this. Right, it'd be really nice for them oh. to offer that. Um, maybe down the road they will. Because uh, then, you know, somebody going into Best Buy, if there is a, but it have to be a clear, clear yeah. path. Uh, a very, very clear path to go, okay, at home on your Windows device, like the Chrome remote desktop app would basically have to walk you through. Would you like to just deliver up this app on your, your Chromebook when you need it? You know, make sure this device is on and do that. And I mean, I, they could do that, I think. Yeah. Or probably easier, Cameo could just say, hey, for <laughs> yeah. Five bucks a month. Yeah, we'll you, start you doing. Can, a you can run a basic version. server, and you can install what you want up to ten programs, and yeah, we'll, or maybe whatever. Down the road. Yeah, they're clearly uh, enterprise focused right yeah. now, but and that's that's where it needs to be when the sure. stakes are a little bit lower. 
you know, like for me, when I started using Chromebooks, I'm just using, I figured out workarounds. I just figured out a different right. way to do the task. Uh, it's far easier than it was back then. Yeah. Um, but I think for consumers, a lot of times you can just kind of figure out a workaround, figure out a different solution for the, the task at hand and move on. And so enterprise, the stakes are just a lot exactly, higher. Yeah. Uh, and so and there's, the, there's more of those pieces of legacy software, yeah, you know, that you uh, can get specific, off of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is just what we do. We we, we normally get get a little off track, but uh, we mentioned CapCut. You've you've used it, I think, uh, a decent amount. I've used it a handful of times, mm-hmm. um, on the web. <laughs> so, yeah. not CapCut on your phone. Do you have it? Do you have it? Just open it up real quick. Let's just show the interface real quick so people uh, see what we're nice. talking about. We need to. Uh, we need to. Uh, let me just do a search real quick. We need to do it. a video on uh, on just basic video editing on a Chromebook. This is what I would recommend. Uh, oh, for sure. It is. Sorry, I got to sign in real quick. Go on. Uh, it is so good. It really is. Like, like it is I was, so good. You know, we're we're pumping the brakes on Proof Golf, not because we're not going to do it, but. If you listen to was it last week? Yeah, two, two weeks ago. Yeah, two last weeks week. ago. Whenever we did the uh, podcast where we talked about some of the change ups and things that, that are changing here, personnel wise, um, you know, we we want to make sure that things are shored up with Chrome Unboxed first, and so uh, we're we're making sure that we do that. Yeah. Um, but we we're going to get back into Proof Golf, and I bring Proof Golf up because that's yeah. I was using this primarily every short that I edited and yep. posted. I did right here because yeah. it's so simple to use. So yeah. let me just hit create new. Um, we'll do. So six, if you've if you, we'll uh, you you've, you've probably heard of CapCut if if you're familiar with TikTok. I I don't know the organization like structure like are are they just the recommended? Or, no, it's the editor. official editor for. So it. they maybe bought them or something. I don't yeah, know. But sorry, I have not logged into this on this. I don't know why it's doing well, it's, light it, mode. But you can see the basic interface here. If you're watching over on YouTube, you can see the interface here. Like, oh, I've got some stuff that I had uploaded for Proof Golf. So, yeah. Yeah, let me pull. You, you know, this is this is for like your basic in. quick editing social media stuff. If you're trying to edit down a short for your company or, or something, <laughs> uh, Canva has some cool stuff built in now. But Canva's cool, but Canva's weird. The way that you do the clips it's not and that co- stacked whole Yeah, it's thing. not quite video editing the way that I think about video yeah. editing. So like, this is how I think about video yeah, editing. <laughs> you can lay it side by side, but I can pull it up here if I need to put it on top and it'll let me do extra tracks. I can pull the audio off. Look, I look like a gorilla. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I don't know what's going There's on there. so many tools. Um, and for someone like me who's not super well-versed with video editors, oh, I killed it. Uh-oh. This poor little Chromebook. He's a, he's a little <laughs> low-end arm Chromebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking a little bit extra of him right now. Um, but you get it. Like, there's uh, down the side, There's you can add photos. You can uh, add audio. You can extract your audio. You can add text overlays with hundreds of transitions. Yeah. You have transitions between clips that you can use. There's uh, filters, uh, effects. It, it, Just it's so much. mind-boggling. Yeah. The only thing uh, with this and every other... Um, um, you know, uh, editing solution on the web, you do have to upload your clips. Right. Um, and so that's just, just part, part of, of it. it. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get, you're not going to sit like, there's no way I could edit this podcast. I couldn't even really edit one of, I don't know that I could edit one of our main videos. If we 
did some workarounds, we maybe maybe could edit a main channel video. But um, I mean, you, if you had to, you could. Like, yeah. you just have to go. I'm gonna upload. It's you know, right now <laughs> and with we're gonna video film editing, on certain the, formats, the exporting, yeah. and there's the all the the pieces where you just kind of have to wait a little bit. Yeah. You just have to know, like, we're gonna have to uploading first is the main thing. Um, I'm gonna see what that experience is like and probably write something about it. Maybe that's what we'll make our video about. Yeah. So my son got to do a really cool thing and set off uh, uh, tornado sirens. Um, we've we've talked a little bit about it, I think, in here uh, where he I let him I spun up a YouTube channel for him to to make shorts, and he makes shorts about uh, tornado sirens, and they've <laughs> blown up. It's so weird. Uh, it's great. He, yeah, he's he's probably pushing towards six thousand subscribers now. He started in June, um, so he's only been at it for like two months. Um, he's got multiple videos with hundreds of thousands of views on them um i'd say his channel's far far exceeded a million views already um yeah i I thought like when he first started he was so excited within like a week to get hit to 10 subscribers and most of that was us honestly yeah asking family members to subscribe and stuff but he was so excited for 10 yeah and when he hit 100 i mean you would have thought he like struck gold. He was so excited and so happy. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, now we're at a thousand, now we're at 2000, three, four, five, and 6,000 yeah. subscribers. So, what's uh, the channel name? So people can guess uh, up. Landon's Sirens. <laughs> Go check pull him it out. up, pull it up. Let's look at the channel. We got, we got this access now. We can, we can show stuff on video. So, do you, I'll, I'll, I'll search it in here. I'm trying to remember why I brought that up. <laughs> oh, uh, we were. <laughs> Uh, what the shoot. heck were we talking we, about? <laughs> we were talking about CapCut, and you were, we were talking about editing video, and somehow got on land. And- oh, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do with CapCut. So he got to my wife arranged oh, for yeah, to we go filmed to the it. local 911 spot where they turn on all the sirens in our county. Hundreds of sirens go off. Uh, and he got to go in and be the one that pushed the button. So the newspaper came and did a little thing. He was in the newspaper. Uh, but Joe you know, recorded all of it on the camera. So I have all the footage. It's a lot, you yeah. know, like as far it's, it's actually not that long of footage, but yeah. our camera footage is, you know, yeah. high, high density stuff. And so I'm going to put cap cut to the test and I'm going to have to do it soon. Cause my son is all over I'm sure me. He's, about I'm sure it. he's wearing you out. Uh, so right, yeah, we you can see right here, tornado sirens everywhere. And as you can see, <laughs> I've not touched any of this. I love I've it him, so much. He's done everything all by himself. So I, I told him, I was like, you're going to run it. I'm not going to, it's like, if you ever ask me for help, I will help you. But he does all the editing himself, all the text overlays and stuff. He does it in CapCut on his phone uh, and then uploads. And so um, I told him, he he tried to explain to me why he was running into his uh, padding here. I was like, well, if you want me to help you fix it, I'll help you. But until you come to me and say something, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, five and a half thousand subs. Um, (laughs) I love it so much. So just, just, uh, you know. Look through here. There's seventy five thousand on that one. Fifty six thousand, seventy six. There's one hundred ninety one thousand right there. One hundred twenty thousand, two hundred and forty thousand there. One hundred twenty five. That's there. great. Tornado I mean, sirens, folks. There's nothing that we've ever put on short form video that's ever gotten anywhere close to this. No, we had a couple weird ones on proof that had like thirty thousand, yeah. and they were just random. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one's one hundred seventy four thousand. So yeah, it's great stuff. Tornado siren. Oh, 231. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, it's great. Just tornado crazy. sirens. It's Different tornado crazy. sirens. Check it out. Yeah. And if you like tornado sirens, 
I, he he can't even really communicate why it is he likes them. Like, yeah. but you know, I told Joe, I was like, yeah. I, we talked why about do we this. Like I'm like Chromebooks. So why really, do I like when video I games really so much? deep down start talking about Chromebooks and why I love them so much? Yeah, it's it's hard to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, like you be like, oh, because they're you know thin client or they're web based. It's like that's part of it, I think. But I don't, I don't know. I yeah. don't know that. I remember when I first started using a Chromebook and that contrarian kind of nature of, I don't know why I liked it enough to put myself through what I did in order to force myself to get rid of Windows. I don't know. Like, I really don't have a good grasp on what that was, but there was something about it I knew. And I hear other people say that too. They're just like, you know, once I've used it and I go back to using something else, I'm like, ooh, I don't want to not use the other thing. I like this. Um, and that's kind of, that's where I am now. I'm just like, when I use Windows or Mac, I'm just like, Ugh, yeah, they're fine. I, you know, I can get around; it's fine. But I always want to come back to Chrome OS. the The nature of it, the simplicity of it, is attractive. But I can't really define like why it is I care so much about them. So I guess I can't ask him to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but he's editing all of that cap cut, all cap uh, cut. So, so we're gonna, gonna try to edit, edit down that video cap we'll, cut. We'll see put what it all in it there, does. and I'm gonna upload it and kind of take. Take note of how long it takes to get all the footage uploaded. It's going to yeah. take a minute. And what we could do, I I didn't. Whenever I was filming that, I wasn't necessarily thinking about editing on maybe CapCut or something like that. We could run those clips through, um, handbrake like Handbrake or something. or something, and get a much more like condensed version yeah. instead of because I did. I filmed them four two two ten bit like <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it was a lot it took like two and a half hours to upload to google drive yeah because i went and uploaded i mean i think too, the so 130 like, minute clip is is it or the 150 minute clips like 30 gigs yeah so and and drive might have already condensed them so because mm. um, i think That's it, true too, it yeah. renders them a little bit so yeah once i pull them back down from drive it might not yeah. be as bad but i did that prior and did take two and a half hours i left my chromebook open and left and yeah. that night they were all uploaded so you know, I'll, I'll count that into the experience too, because sure. if it works, Google Drive easily. Um, I haven't really messed with that much, like connecting Drive and seeing what it can do with that, because it, it could just. Yeah. I might be able to just click it and be and done with there. It. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I'll yeah. kind of document it and then, and then write and maybe do a video. About yeah, that. it's just cool that this mobile editor, a Android app that was very robust and awesome. They were like, oh yeah, we can. Build a web component. We can build a web component and it put it out there, and it's great. So great, like, yeah. It's just non. It's deconstructive or whatever, non non destructive, non. It's it's linear editing, but it's yeah. not like you can you take can the clips and just expand around, them and yeah. move them. And it's not you're not destructive. Yeah, it's yeah. non destructive linear editing. Yeah. I think is what it is. Um, which is the my that's the way my brain works with video editing. Right. Like if I'm going to do it, that's how it needs. To, like I don't need to do anything else. Um, and it's been super simple for me to to be able to use yeah um so yeah i think i think a lot of people waiting for that you know like we were actually trying to we were going to do something on CapCut uh web and i remember like i wrote a post about it but i remember uh we went to go pull up lumafusion because yeah. we paid for a uh, lumafusion yeah. for the company and i couldn't get any clips to import yeah and we tried <laughs> so it like, on what three different devices yeah. we were tried on an arm we tried on a so we need to try probably again because that's been yeah. a month and a half ago um hopefully they got that fixed because obviously that makes it kind of hard to edit yeah. video when you can't you import can't, any video you can't get your files in there and we tried what remember we tried we tried from drive we tried from oh, yeah. downloading locally i tried on just, one device putting it on a hard drive and just seeing if maybe that yeah, would let it import would nothing not, 
show. Yeah, well, um, we need to dig into that. Like obviously, the, and let them know too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Clearly, was a bug. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of things going on within that vicinity. Yeah, of time. we need to go back. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll check that out again. So okay, <laughs> what else do we have on the agenda for Side today? Rails. Yeah, that's what we do. It's okay. Uh, I think we got to talk this. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, that's two this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You can see that one and then that one. Yeah, so um, what we're looking at here... As uh, I say, do you have... I've, I've got them pulled up here, yeah, but for those listening... We'll, we'll start with the um, Snapdragon and then the more recent, uh, actually posted right before we walked in here uh, with NVIDIA. You got two Chromebook groups, basically, that have been uh, discontinued. Yeah. And it's Ouch. not like, oh, it seems like... The, put this in, in context, for months I've looked into Hero Brine, which is the baseboard for the Snapdragon 7C Plus Gen 3 yeah. Chromebooks. And, you know, there were like six or seven of them. Um, and every time I'd go look, I'm like, man, they didn't touch this thing in like three months. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's one commit, but it's one of those, there's there's some commits where they'll throw other boards in for testing and stuff. Like, it, they're not really doing any work on that board. It just happened to be in the slew of other ones that got tested. Yeah. And that's all I was seeing. And so... I didn't feel good about the whole thing to begin with. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they, they put a couple commits in there that are quite clear that ain't happening. Like, they're just done. Um, and so that was right at a week ago. So that yeah, was we ta- I think we talked we talked last week about the Snapdragon stuff. Did we talk about yes. it? I looked in our show notes thought, and there's nothing about did. it. I think we were gonna. And we didn't. Yeah. But actually, I published this after the podcast, so maybe yeah. we thought we were maybe, I don't we, know. maybe we or, talked about it just in the office or we or mentioned it or something yeah, yeah um and so yeah i mean it's troubling um but not like i don't know end of the world bad news or anything you know like we were speaking with google kind of off the record and you know it's not a whole lot i can say i can but i can <laughs> i can at least tell you that from that conversation it, it seemed pretty clear uh that you know media tech was clearly the the focus right now um you know and and that's obviously now very clear um the the only arm in the game right now is is media tech moving forward uh and we're going to talk about that before we we kind of exit the show today uh some of the stuff that's coming but Mm -hmm. you know it's it's plainly obvious now um that snapdragon for right now just isn't around now there are still commits i found um for the uh internally sc Shoot, um, 8280XP, I think. Um, and that should somewhere line up with what would be like the latest um, uh, 8CX um, Snapdragon chips. Maybe we'll see when they uh, talk this fall about, you know, Windows on Snapdragon. Maybe they'll finally go, hey, we're going to, we ditch these so that we can build, you know, Chromebooks with 8CX instead. Right. You know, we're... Instead of, because, you know, this is no slight to MediaTek, but if if Qualcomm shows up and you, because 8CX always has basically the best stuff that you see in the phone processors, yeah. and what they're doing with the, like, Gen 2 and these the upcoming Gen 3 processors. They, they're legit. They're beast. <laughs> yeah. And so you get those kind of cores in a compute platform. It would not just be like, oh, this is a nice ARM Chromebook. Yeah, like, it's, it'd be a beast. It would be really, really fast and very powerful and probably still great on battery. And so... Um, you know, I'm, I'm still a little hopeful that Qualcomm has kind of gone, okay, look, you know, like clearly MediaTek is invested in Chrome OS in some ways. And, and here's the segment they're going after. 
what if we go to attack the higher end segment? So what if we, what, you know, no one's built a six or $700 arm powered Chromebook. I don't think, no, they have not. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's what they're after. Maybe yeah. they're like, Hey, we can, we can go do that uh, and differentiate ourselves and, and build what we want to build anyway. Um, you know, I think the, the mid range, um, the seven C gen three probably would have been awesome. I really do think it would have been good. Um, cause it's not like that chip went away. They just, they're not going to put it in Chromebooks, but you know, the, the gen two was pretty good. And the, the, the jump in performance of the, with the gen three was going to be enough that I think it would have been very, they would have been very good Chromebooks. Not granted again, they would go against kind of what media mm-hmm. in the middle of doing already. And maybe they looked at it and went, eh, yeah. just we'll not let, worth fighting that. We'll let them have that. We'll do now, something yeah. else. But other than a handful of commits around that Snapdragon that have been pretty recently, um, the, the SC 8280, um, I don't have a whole lot to go on. So I'm just kind of being hopeful that they're not, completely exiting uh be weird i think for them to do that as much as they talk about cloud computing or talk about uh, uh always connected computing and battery life and all that stuff like i know you are trying to shoehorn yourself into windows it's not working yeah like clearly for years they've been doing this and it's no one's buying these things no one's interested in what you're doing so come over to chrome yeah. os and and just lean into and it. be awesome yeah. yeah you know like you could be the again this is no slight to MediaTek. it's just Qualcomm, when it comes to some of these things, like MediaTek is catching up in the phone game for sure. But, you know, Qualcomm's out there in front yeah. for a reason. Like, right. they're better than Exynos chips. They're better than Google's uh, uh, Tensor chips. Yeah. They've and been at better. it for a while. They they, <laughs> They've they, refined it over the they, last... They cost a lot. Yeah. And, and maybe that's part of it, too. Maybe the partners were looking at it and going, maybe Qualcomm finally showed up with the 7C Plus Gen 3. We're like, we thought it was going to be this much. Now, we've been fabbing them. It's going to be this much. And they're like, well... Now we're taking a mid-range Chromebook and and pricing it out of the the, the segment it's supposed to be in. We can't do it. And two or three of those partners drop, and then all of a sudden, all the developers are like, eh, yeah, we can't. We just, what it's are we not worth the time yeah. to do this. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just completely guessing. Um, no idea what happened there. Um, and you know, obviously, Google's not going to. I can I can tell you this. Even off record, they weren't willing to tell me what what was happening there. So, yeah, don't know. We we may not ever get a full answer. Uh, yeah. as to what happened there. And hopefully they're not gone, gone. I just have a hard time believing they <laughs> would. We'll see. Um, but then, but then, but then <laughs> right on the heels of that, uh, part of those same commits have references to Aga and Hades, um, which are, if you're, Great a, thumbnail. If, uh, if you're a, a Chrome OS enthusiast that gets into all these baseboards and stuff, you might notice those. Most people wouldn't. Uh, Aga and Hades are the two that we were tracking with NVIDIA GPUs inside. And so that was an exciting thing because um, there were even commits showing uh, honey, <laughs> clicky clacky pitter pattering around. I'm going to well, lock you out there, she's, girl. She's leaving. Um, she won't, she won't stay gone. <laughs> she's like Qualcomm. You might leave <laughs> now. You'll come back. You'll be back. She'll be back. Um, <laughs> She'll be back. But yeah, the, uh, those two boards uh, not only had NVIDIA GPUs being tested in them, like they were going to have Borealis like out of the gate, yeah. like just installed, ready to go. Which would have been so cool. Yeah, and so it, I don't know. I'm not sure where all that's um, going, but those two boards and that whole project has, has been scrapped too. I was kind of hoping, well, first off, 
I got scooped on it. Uh, Kevin over at About Curl Books got me. Uh, and I knew that there was a chance. I was like, nobody else is paying attention to this stuff. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get oh, it Kevin out is. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he said it was a con- in his article, it was a commenter in the post because he, he reposted when we posted about the Snapdragon. Um, the commenter was looking through some of that stuff and yeah. saw it and then said, told him. And so then he wrote the post. I'll be honest with you, I was trying to smooth it over a little bit. Um, you know, writing two posts within a week about a, even, like this is a small group, it's two Chromebooks. The, the Snapdragon one I felt was a little bit more gut wrenching. It was like seven Chromebooks. Um, like that's a that's a family that's like a fleet of new devices that just got uh, axed and so um i just i didn't want to i didn't want to write it i wanted to wait like one more week is what i was my plan was like late next week i would i would write it and be like hey here's this thing and i don't sit on stuff too long like that i just i don't know negative press is not my thing i don't love slamming stuff or putting you know bad vibes out there and so I don't know. I just wanted to hold on to it and yeah. tell people a little bit later because it's like I didn't want to follow up one because I knew both of them. I could have put I could have published them same day. Yeah, and I'm like I don't want to do that. It just looks bad because people start seeing that stuff and then going, "Whoa, what's wait, happening? What's happening? It's all crumbling. It's not all crumbling. Trust me. These decisions to to nix these boards. Again, I've been watching the the Hero Brian stuff fall apart for yeah six months. Right. Kind of knew the writing was on the wall, but. You know, there was nothing. I needed something to say what it did, you know, in order to come out and be like, okay, these are canceled. Yeah. Um, and it's happened before. There's other boards that have been canceled, and there's so many Chromebooks coming out. Because just on the, on the flip side of that happening, I was, like, trying to get my head around the number of, um, uh, there's a, a baseboard called um, uh, Nisa. And it's the main baseboard for uh, 12th Gen Alder Lake N Chromebooks. So, like, the Flex 3i. So it has an N100 chip in it. So there's N100 and N200 chips. Uh, I there I, I don't even I've lost count yeah. how many are coming. <laughs> like on the first page of looking at initial devices um, yesterday, there were four more that were added just like yesterday. Yeah. And I mean it's probably going to balloon up to 20, 25 devices. Now some of these are going to be education, the same Chromebook, yeah. education Chromebook that yeah. it's it's going to look. The Acer five twelve is one of them. Yeah. I, and I think it's already technically out. Um, like I found a listing of it for the model number. It looks exactly like the 512 that came out last year. Remember at CES, we mm-hmm. looked at it and we're like, oh. so yeah, same. Yeah, same. Is same. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> keys won't, can't clip off. You can uh, throw it off a, uh, off a building. Yep. You can stand on it. All, uh, you know, it same stuff. Yeah, they got to do what they got to do. They're just updating the internals. It was to keep cool. It, what, keep was, it it, was it in the Vero? Which one were they doing that was going to be a Vero? Um, there was a... 512 it was an education though yeah uh, like a black vero yeah. which is uh, cool yeah i don't know Sorry, um, i could thought. see i could see one of those being then and and 100 and 200 yeah these are these are really good processors like really really good you get the n100 with eight gigs of ram and some storage and yeah I th- it'll blow away most of your arm chrome well, all of your arm chromebooks honestly i mean they're they're fast they're really good processors um, so I don't mind seeing a bunch of them. I hope more of them come to the consumer side. Mm-hmm. I hope that we see um, more super slim convertibles come out of it. Um, and I have no um, no proof of any of this, but I'm like it'd be really cool for them for someone to make a tablet with it in there. Like why not? They're fanless. They're 
thin. You know, maybe the, HP will bring back the X2. I think what's going to happen with tablets is that the tablets we're going to get are going to be MediaTek 81, MT8188 tablets, whatever that ends up being called. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to rain on this parade, but there's there's a lot of good Chromebooks in the works that are coming, like for sure. Like there's tons of stuff coming. These two groups just uh, unfortunately are are done, and yeah. so I, I don't know what that means for the whole Borealis thing. I mean, they're still working on it. It is not out of beta. Um, a matter of fact, I went to turn the Borealis flag on and stable on the newest Acer 714, turn the flag on, and it's not like it doesn't used to. You turn that flag on and you go to your app tray and Steam is there. there yeah. It's not there. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're obviously still working through all sorts of things with that. It's a highly complex thing yeah. that they never said was going to be ready in three months. You know, no, like yeah. they said, it's going to take a while. Um, maybe, you know, I, I could see maybe it showing up out of beta next year, like early next year or something like that at the pace they're going. Um, so maybe that was part of the NVIDIA thing too. They're like, yeah. look, these Chrome are like ready for, to go. Like, yeah. so now we're going to, we need Borealis to be ready, good and ready, but that's the timelines don't line up at all. Right. And so I think we could end up seeing new ones spin up with GPUs. And I'm like, I don't think this is the end of the line necessarily. It could just be development Timings. things just don't yeah. work out. And, it's okay. It just well, happens. They, so. Yeah, and I could see, yeah, you're right. Like, I could see them really, oh, sad. I know. It's always gone. <laughs> oh, fresh roasted coffee out. It's so good. We've, uh, it would be my, if I had, if I had finished that one and made one for the podcast, yeah. that would have been my third cup before lunch. See, I've only had one. I thought about another one for the podcast, but no, I decided to not be jittery. Yeah, I'm trying to go in, I'm trying to go in and, beast mode today so yeah i want i want lunch. five posts and podcasting today let's go i've already got two out and we're podcasting so let's I'm go 40 percent there uh but yeah i mean i could see nvidia like launching these devices and wanting to make a big gaming splash you know like oh, they, yeah. they're like obviously you, like, if, can you imagine imagine for a second they announced this shows up, like, <laughs> now with nvidia gpus and so you goes, can use it for excuse me what am i supposed to do with this we don't know. So you can use it for the Borealis that doesn't show up. Android yeah, games. Yeah. Cloud gaming. Right. Oh, you don't need it for those things. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's... they. It could just be that. It could very well be just a timing issue. And as closely as they've worked with AMD... Um, well, I say closely. There, there are AMD Chromebooks, at least. Yeah. There was one ever NVIDIA Chromebook. It was the Samsung Chromebook 2. I should have left that as like a poll. Like... <laughs> Can you name Can the you one name? Tegra? We'll, we'll still throw it on. We'll still throw it on Twitter. Yeah, the Tegra X one. On X, sorry. Yeah, the Tegra X one Chromebook. Can you name what it was? Yeah, it was the Samsung Chromebook two. Um, was was a Tegra powered? Uh, so an NVIDIA SOC, like not just a GPU. Uh, that's that's all NVIDIA has ever done for with Chrome OS. So, um, and on the flip side of that, we've got multiple AMD powered Chromebooks, and so. Right. Uh, AMD makes Radeon GPUs. Yep. Like, so that I was looking for a little bit for that, and then there has been some commits around that stuff. I couldn't find anything newer than April, though. So I'm like, hmm. and they, and they might have just been might be around with it and going, okay, we just well, need to pump the brakes until Borealis is closer, and then we can add this. Yeah. Or the other thing I was thinking, um, and I don't even know that these are available anymore. Um, 
or I'm sure they're available, but I don't know if it's like a thing people use. But USB Type C, Thunderbolt four specifically, external GPUs. Yeah. External GPUs. Yeah. Why not? Why not just get Chrome OS in a spot where hey, these three or four models of external GPUs work perfectly. We, if yeah. I just plug them into mm-hmm. and I have to have an Intel whatever, whatever yeah. at the time when they want to do it, so it's gonna be like twelfth or thirteenth or fourteenth gen or something. Yeah. Only Intel or only AMD, right. whatever. I don't care. Like you decide like these are the types of Chromebooks that will work well and we can do all the stuff and they have the right Thunderbolt port. And if you buy one of these ten Chromebooks, you can plug an external GPU in yeah. and do all the stuff that we we're gonna do with our internally put GPU. Like yep. I could see them doing that. I feel like that would even be a <laughs> easier path forward we, for Chromebooks. I wouldn't I, it? I mean Yeah. I asked I can't remember which interview it was. It was last year. Uh, in one of my interviews with one of the folks from Google, I asked about external GPUs, and they were kind of dancing around it. So mm-hmm. I think it's something they're thinking about, and I could see somebody like AMD yeah. <laughs> who makes these awesome GPUs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they'd just be a simpler solution. Yeah. I really do, because the problem becomes you build say two, three Chromebooks, uh, gaming Chromebooks that have big GPUs in them. Well, guess what? Those GPUs aren't cheap. So that drives the price up considerably. We can't make a gaming Chromebook with a GPU inside and make a big deal about you know Steam on right. Chromebooks without without having a 120 hertz screen on it, without having an RGB keyboard, without having plenty of battery life and probably some big fans. Like, Go look at Windows gaming Chromebooks. Or Windows uh, gaming Chromebooks. <laughs> go look at windows gaming laptops and look at the pricing on them yeah they are not cheap i mean they're just not cheap i mean i ended up selling different couple different laptops i had for the golf simulator and wanted to buy something that's got some you know real grunt to it so that you know i can run these things at 4k and not have stuttering and so i finally broke down and bought just a tower with you know it's the cpu 16 gigs of ram a terabyte of storage and what a 4070 uh, NVIDIA GPU. GPU. Yeah. And it's a cool case. It's glass and it's got all kinds of colors and stuff on it. It was two grand and it was on sale. Like this stuff is not cheap. And so you really have to think about that stuff. When you go to cram a, a GPU in a Chromebook, it's not like, hey, I can take a $500 Chromebook, add on a $200 part, upcharge a little bit, and call it 700, 800 bucks. Wrong. Because you can't start with that Chromebook. You got to start at least with something that's closer to the 516 GE, which is $650. And that that Chromebook enough uh, on its own is not enough. Like the screen is good, but you probably need to beef the speakers up. You're probably going to beef the chassis up. You're probably going to beef the fans up. So you're talking multiple things that are also going to increase the price. I would assume a GPU. I don't even know this, but would at least increase it by a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, at the baseline. Um, so now all of a sudden you're over a thousand bucks for a Chromebook. And we know how people get about thousand dollar Chromebooks. They don't like them. Don't like don't, too much. I don't like it's it. too much, and it's, I don't like it's it. Too much money for Chromebook. I don't like it. Uh, and, and to be fair, you know, you buy a device with a GPU and all that kind of stuff in it. Yeah. A lot of people are like, "Yeah, I want a game on this," but I also like to edit video and I like right. to do that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. want to do like full blown big big boy video yeah. editing when you buy something with a GPU and all that kind of stuff in it. And we're still back at that kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. there's there's options. Yeah. But we're talking about CapCut over here. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about Final Cut. <laughs> DaVinci or Final know. Cut or Premiere. So, yeah. you know, right. it, all those things could have probably coalesced and for them go, mm, 
timing's probably not right. This yeah. is this isn't going to work. Uh, and maybe maybe the whole external GPU thing happens. That would be kind of cool. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how much those cost. I've do a, do a do a googly we search here. A, we have us a Chromebook over here. Do a googly search. Let's see. Let's see what we get. Because, man, if that would work, that would just be. Uh, let's see. That let would be so cool. USB C in there. Yeah. And I I I do remember last last year asking someone. That's a mini one for two eighty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long it, as is this the G four sixteen fifty? I don't know. It's a PCI um, external GPU four hundred bucks. Yeah. And I don't even know the specs on these. These could be crappy GPUs. <laughs> hey, probably two three hundred four hundred yeah. bucks. Um, but they're they're clearly. I mean, there's a twenty twenty three guide about external GPUs. Yeah. I mean, like I know I know when. Uh, uh, gosh, I don't know if it was when the arm stuff was happening with Mac. I don't know. There was, I remember um, Jonathan Morrison doing a video about external GPUs and finding the right one to, for video editing with Final Cut and all this stuff. Um, and I think that was all with all of the the M1 stuff, that transition. Yeah. I don't know. Um, people trying to figure out that, if that worked or not. Uh, yeah. I want to say it ended up working, but I don't know. Um but yeah, I mean, it's still like big picture here. <laughs> you've got, you've got uh, these two, uh, two kind of, not. I wouldn't say like. Uh, I don't know that anybody was sitting around waiting for their Nvidia <laughs> Chromebook no, to no, show no. up. That one. So it's is. not like these were like huge high profile devices. But right. still, you've got two. The Snapdragon. I, the Snapdragon. I think there's probably that's pretty a, important. You've got two people waiting on that. You've one. got a couple devices in the duet three and the duet yeah. five that are some of the most popular Chromebooks right. uh, available. So, and that SOC maker has checked out for yeah. right now. That's that one hurt. Yeah. That one, that one for sure. That yeah, the gaming ones. I'm, I, I don't know. I just don't know that. Yeah. And I, and I played, you know, with the ultimate, they've rolled out ultimate across the country now in the U S uh, for GeForce now. It is. It's so good. Yeah. My gosh. Like, I, staggeringly good and i know it's not for every gamer but they just like every week it's like here's 15 20 more games i I, no idea what their game count is up to now but it's got to be thousands of games available on geforce now and you know even playing very difficult to render games i mean apex legends at crazy high you know uh, quad hd 120 hertz i just just wouldn't know and i mean and it was perfectly shown to us in Vegas. Yeah. Like we didn't know which one was which, and the one that looked the best and that everybody liked the best was the one running on yeah. GeForce. And now. this wasn't just a bunch of Chromebook people. Like this no, was this is this was like, press general yeah, press general in there. press that that are into gaming. Yeah. And, and GPUs and stuff. There were so. some guys asking questions that were well above my pay grade. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I don't like, even know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're like, it works on a Chromebook though. <laughs> Streams good on here. Streams good. <laughs> yeah, and it's just gotten so much better. Yeah. Like it's so, yeah, it's, so good. And so I, I think there's probably part of that that plays into it as well. Like I, I know Google obviously knew that, that cloud streaming gaming was a big deal. Obviously they, they launched stadia because of that. Um, and then they launched their gaming Chromebooks to take advantage of Luna, you know, uh, what was the other one? GeForce uh, now Luna. And when they launched that oh stadium, was already dead. What is the other one? Now, Boosteroid has come out as of yeah. late, and a lot of people are starting to like it. 
Uh, but GeForce Now was the, the the main one in that. There was a third one in there, a third gaming service. Luna? Luna's the one that, yeah, that's Amazon. Yeah. It's still around. It still stinks. Um, I can't think of the other one. I really can't. Um, I'll probably have to look it up now because yeah, we'll I feel bad. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, clearly Google saw with Stadia, they saw it. And then with, you know, the, the cloud-based gaming Chromebooks, they saw it. Um but maybe they didn't fully realize how good it was going to get. Like, I feel like something clicked with at the end of the year last year and, and and video was just like, you know what? Like we can, we can own this. Like we can be the one that gets it fully right. Yeah. And they've just gone to another level with it. Like it, from a performance standpoint of how the games play once you're in them, there's still some UI stuff of getting into games. Sometimes you see steam pop up for a second before it loads the game. But once you're in the game, oh man, it's it's just next level. Like what they're able to do, I, blows my mind, and I don't fully comprehend how they're doing all that stuff and how they're getting latency down so low. But I I would challenge most people. Like I don't know anybody personally that I would put that in front of that they would be able to tell me whether that's if I you know hid the Chromebook and stuff and all they saw was screen, mouse, keyboard. If I was like, you think that's running on that glowy computer over there? You think that's running on a little Chromebook? I don't know that many people would be able to tell the difference. Uh, I don't think I know anybody personally that would be able to tell. Yeah. I, I think it would take a literally a professional gamer. And even then, I don't know that they'd be able to tell. Hmm. Um, it's it's just so good. And so if Google probably didn't realize it was going to get that good, you know, when they were working with partners on this NVIDIA yeah. stuff and they're going, the Borealis thing is going to be cool and it's been good to stretch our legs and do this kind of stuff. And for some people, it's going to be fun. I, I think the better solution for a lot of people is going to be GeForce Now. Yeah. Um, and and maybe some of the groundwork GeForce Now is laying will allow projects like Luna right. and, and, and others, Booster Oid, yeah. to just keep getting better as well. You know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with G, GPU knowledge and NVIDIA's very specific <laughs> abilities in that yeah. realm to do stuff that nobody else is doing right now. I mean, NVIDIA is a really really wild company yeah like they do some pretty crazy stuff and so <laughs> their it, booth at ces is always yeah, we just, just walked around i was like what how are you all doing that, some of the stuff? ai stuff they're doing and some of the and that's just gonna get crazier yeah i mean I, so maybe no one catches them yeah. at this point like I, they may have run away with it but yeah for chromebook users that's a good thing yeah like it's it's excellent for 20 bucks a month it's like yeah go go try it out you know um it's it's worth it's worth checking out for sure and maybe good enough for most people that the loss of some GPU enabled yeah. Chromebooks maybe not right. the end of the not world that, not that big of a deal so uh, on a on a happy note let's end on a happy note here <laughs> yeah as uh, I said there's lots of new stuff there's lots of new too. stuff so check it out um, honey what's, yeah. your, what's your what's your deal. We, she's sad. She's tired of us talking. We, yeah, we, she's, our I, built, she's our organic yeah. built-in timer. Yeah. She's like, it's been 55 minutes. You need to be done. <laughs> All right. So we'll wrap up here on um, some MediaTek news. Yeah. So MediaTek, uh, we've talked about these before, but Geralt uh, is, the, is the baseboard name. Uh, I think we talked about it on the on the Chromecast not too long ago. I don't remember what the purpose like there's something else i found or something yeah. that came up but there is uh finally finally uh, a second device and it might be really the first device because i don't Geralt likely won't become a device Actual, yeah, um, it's no different than like home star no home star was a device um 
What was Homestar? Homestar is the do at five. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> trying to remember the baseboard above it. Um, I cannot remember the name. Uh, but yeah, Homestar was one of the one of the Snapdragon Chromebooks. Um, and so Geralt will likely be the development board, but it's called, I guess it's pronounced Siri. It's C-I-R-I instead of S-I-R-I. Um, it's from The Witcher. Uh, yeah. Looking, I don't know. I've never watched it, and I've never played the game. But um, that looks, looks that's, cool. Yeah, it does. I've wanted but to the, maybe get into it. The uh, the namings all come from that, and so uh, there was reference in one commit deep down in the code one time when I first found Geralt to um, White Orchard, uh, all one word. But I I've never found reference to it again, and so I don't know if that was just a placeholder for like once they started making boards. I don't know. But um, with MediaTek devices specifically, what I've found in the past is that they develop, develop, develop on a baseboard and then eventually, eventually start spawning off the boards closer to launch. Now, I'm not saying, hey, this board showed up. There's one commit for it. I bet you we'll see it next week. It's yeah. not what I'm saying. Um, but I think they're getting ready to start moving in that direction now. So it's like we've got most of the stuff ready. We can still patch up some things on the board as a whole. It's time to start spawning off boards. Does that mean we'll see 10? Probably not. Um, I'd love to see like three or four. Um, what what we found with Geralt so far is that they've tested displays that match the um, Duet 3 and Duet 5, which would be awesome. Um, I really feel pretty solid. You know, the original Duet was a MediaTek-powered device. Yeah. Uh, Lenovo has shipped the Slim 3, which is a Media MediaTek-powered device. Like They have a relationship with MediaTek. There's, that's not out of bounds at all. Um, and so I could see the Duet 3, Duet 5. I would love to see HP come back with the X211. Do one more of those, please. Like, put this chip. You don't even have to change much about your hardware. I don't. Matter of fact, I don't know that. Yeah. The only thing I would change about it is figure out how the hinge in the back for the kickstand worked. Like, it, yeah, it that protruded was a, little, a lot, so yeah. it kind of wobbled on the on the. But th that's small. That's no big deal. Like, go copy what Lenovo does with their the back plates because there's a great. They're nailing it. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to see that. Um, be cool to see Acer get into it. Acer doesn't make many tablets, so probably not. Um, and then Asus, if you remember, the duet came out. It was COVID -y time, so people were everything was off. But like six months later, they were like, "Hey, we 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 we, we made one too. Look, the CM three. They're like, look. Also, we, we, we did it. Look at it. I didn't like it. It was a little too angular. The keyboard didn't clip on very yeah, well. Like weird. there was some stuff in it that you can tell it was rushed. Um, take your time. Asus has been making some pretty cool stuff of late. Um, and so it'd be cool for them to kind of bring the CM3 back with the MT8188. Uh, um, you know, Dell's kind of out of the equation at this point. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, and I, I thought about Samsung the other day. I'm like, seems highly unlikely to me that they would make one, but they're very adept at making tablets. Yeah. They got all that production stuff done. They, they know it and they have made, um, well, let me think. Mm, maybe not. I don't know that they've ever worked with MediaTek. I don't think there's a MediaTek-powered uh, Samsung device. I could be wrong. Good time to start. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> um, gosh dang, I'm trying to remember now. But yeah, I mean, I would love to see Samsung just make a tablet, period. Um, use Exynos or something. I don't care. Um, 
but it'd be cool for them to partner with MediaTek and do one uh, one of these. And if if you haven't heard about the MT eighty one eighty eight before, it'll come out as a Campanio something. Um, I, if I were betting, I bet like Campanio one thousand something like it'd be like a one thousand twenty or something yeah. like that. Like to, hopefully to denote that it's you have the thirteen eighty that's in the five thirteen um, four big cores four little cores same core arrangement uh, unclocked uh, not clocked up is in the HP X Shoot, 360 uh, 12B yeah 12, yes yeah, 12B um, and it's the only one out with the Companio 1200 uh, and so that denotes a little bit of a step down it is same mm-hmm. cores it just is not overclocked basically mm-hmm. the the MT8188 takes the same cores take two of those big cores and change them over to the smaller cores but it's all the same cores um, so you're going to get better battery life, probably a little bit less uh, uh, performance at the end of the day, and uh, but it's going to be perfect. <laughs> What's up, honey, baby? Yeah, we just we're just gonna we're just, just gonna, gonna bring her up here. You're just gonna you're just gonna join the podcast, girl. Um, so yeah, that that gets us. I think probably not like bonkers performance because like the five thirteen is really fast. You're like tenth gen Core i three kind of performance. It's fast um, for an ARM Chromebook. Uh, it won't be quite there, but I think it's going to be pretty close. The battery life would probably be really great and in a tablet. It's it's going to be, I think, prob- probably the the best median range of like, hey, great performance for tablet, but great battery life and thin form factor and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what it's going to be called. Again, my money's on Companio. I'm going Companio 1020. That's uh, my money. 1100. You going 11? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I could see that too. 1100. Companio, it rings a little better. But they've done like, like the, the 20s. They did stuff, the 520. Right? So, yeah, 820. 820. Yeah. 1380. Mm-hmm. So, they don't care about those round yeah. numbers. Um, hoping maybe at their media summit that they do yeah. uh, in the fall that they'll actually name it, which mm-hmm. would be cool. And and maybe at least kind of give us a little insight on what it's going to be capable yeah, of. Yeah, because I want to awesome. say la- last year they had. Did they have the 520 had, there? They, they didn't yeah, talk about the 520 there, did they? Yeah, it was 520, 528. Oh, they did? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I want to say uh, they didn't have the devices, but they like hinted it. <laughs> yeah, that they were coming. A few uh, that and were they, coming. And then we saw those in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, we don't tend to see, with MediaTek, we don't tend to see 15 devices come out with these chips. We see a few. And so, like, if we got four competing Chrome OS tablets, I would be psyched. Like, just so happy. Uh, to see that because at the end of the day I really do believe Chrome OS has the ability to be the most desirable uh, tablet form factor OS I really believe that like I get that iPad owns that space but I people don't realize until they use them side by side how much more productive you can be on a on Chrome OS once you plug a keyboard into it and so it's like if they can just refine the the consumer side of it you know dragging and dropping part of that's always been low powered processors. So yep. you get to the point where you got a high enough powered processor that the multitasking feels pretty nice. Around, yeah. You fix up a couple of little things to where it's fun to use as a tablet. Um, cause it's close. Um, you know, I've, I've railed a little bit about the, what the home screen looks like kind of dumb looking, yeah. um, in tablet mode. Like <laughs> you, they yeah. could fix that so easily. Like yeah. Look at the pixel tablet, what they've do done we- there. The tray, my app tray looks exactly like it does on the pixel tablet. Like, yeah. Just do a little, a little tray that comes up in the middle yeah. and then do something with the home screen. And then basically the tablet thing's fixed, right? You got it all, all the pieces are there and you're good to go. Um, 
and then it's productive when you, you punch on the keyboard. I just hope there's more than one or two. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, if Lenovo's... <laughs> Honey's trying to switch, switch for us. If, if at the end of the day, Lenovo's like, you know what, we'll do it. And they put out a new three and five duet that are awesome with these chips in them. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be happy with that too. 100%. Um, so looking really forward to that. Like we said, there's tons of N100 and N200 uh, Intel... Uh, small core Alder, Alder Lake devices coming and those things are fantastic um, there's 13th gen Raptor Lake I'm using one right now the, the, the we'll have a review of soon um, uh, Acer Chromebooks <laughs> we're how, getting like, caught up we promise yeah um, and but then you know there's Meteor Lake stuff and yeah. Intel's changing some of the stuff they're doing with Meteor Lake and they haven't even come out with those specifically but they're going to change their naming structure around the core yeah. i stuff might be going away and might be aligning more with what Apple's doing, kind of Ultra Max and all that. So lots of There's stuff, cool Just stuff, lots of stuff on the horizon. So don't be bummed yeah. about the the stuff. We had to talk about it because it's happening. Uh, but yeah, don't be bummed. There's yeah. tons of great stuff coming. I think the fall we're probably going to see a lot of new products launched in the fall. Just lots of deals and stuff right. like that. But I think MediaTek Summit, CES, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're ramp gonna, into yeah. some really cool hardware. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll obviously be talking about that stuff here. On <laughs> she's trying to switch uh, the switcher for us. She, you're gonna, you're gonna start running the podcast for us, aren't you? She's yeah. like, is there a camera on me? Put it on is me. It, is there, a, is there one on my face? Put it on my face. <laughs> Put it on my pretty face. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll be, we'll be covering everything obviously uh, on the website, uh, and then also here on. Chromecast. So now you need to watch the video because honey. Yeah, you got to see honey, honey guest appearance. You got to go check it out. But we appreciate y'all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell if you want to yes, get an alert yes, when we yes, put yes. out new episodes, which we will hopefully get back on schedule doing. Yep, so, I feel like we're getting back in the yeah, getting, getting back in the flow, getting, getting back, back in the flow. groove. All right, that's it for this week. We'll catch you all next time. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.